There we go. It'll come up behind me, a photo. This photo is actually from uh, 16th of September, 2016. Um, and uh, it was the first day of our day school that year. Um, and at that stage, there was no more building going on around here. We were at the end of the road. And, uh, and this lorry found its way up, up here and was parked outside Eastgate, as you can see, um, ready to deliver. Um, we thought he'd come to the wrong place. Uh, and indeed he had. Um, and um, <clears throat> what was interesting, that the <laughs> I was leading the worship down here and people were saying, have you seen the lorry? I'm thinking, I thought they were talking about uh, an actual sort of vision. You know, no, I haven't seen the lorry. I'm, I'm obviously not quite tuned in yet. So, no, no, the lorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> And, and as, as we went over, as we were worshipping, as we, we got, and it was almost like as we started to worship, this lorry backed down the road. It reversed out of here. Now, I think some of you were here that day, weren't you? Actually, you know, it, it was extraordinary. It disappeared out there. What does that tell you? Well, it, it tells you this. The Bible's quite clear. Resist the devil and he will flee from you but he is, he does want to deliver stuff to you he, he does we, but we said actually I think you've got the wrong place okay so we had encounter week this week and um, which was a great week about 90 odd people came to encounter I think some of you were there weren't you some of them. how many of you were at encounter week this week had an amazing time. So I know some of the worship team wrote it as well. That, that, um, and God was doing mighty powerful things, which many testimonies will come out. Um, but on... Okay, there's a different picture. This, this um, lorry was outside Eastgate on Wednesday morning. Um, when I came in on Thursday to, to be part of Encounter Week, uh, Mark Henney <coughs> said, hey, you should have seen what happened yesterday. Now, in the good news that... On Thursday morning, a guy shared a, shared a testament, which, which was, I thought was, helped underline what was going on. And basically, during the week, basically, God had been speaking to him about reconciling a, a relationship was, which was broken. And it was a significant relationship from the past. And, you know, and, you know, when you've been out of contact with people for quite a length of time, that's not always an easy step, is it? You know, and what you're going to do. And he was trying to work it out. And, 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 um, and, and as he was, talking to God about this, I think with the intention of trying to work it out, actually, I think he was looking out, I think it was this window he said he was looking out, this window, um, a, a van went past and it had the surname of the person that he was thinking about reconciling with on the side of the van. Wow. Yeah, okay. So he thought, okay. Now, any, anybody got any idea? This, that's Spanish, okay? That's maravillas. Your Spanish is any good? It means the miracles. <laughs> and we thought, actually, yeah, welcome. You have come to the right place. <laughs> and I was so, so impacted by this because I see. Now, what, one of the things that's just behind it, you can see, is a banner sticking out of the. It says New Homes, um, but there is an H there. New Homes. 
And I just felt God really speaking to me, and in line with a lot of things I've been thinking about recently, about actually... Okay, the headline of what I want to tell you today is that, that you, you will be open for deliveries every day. The mercies of the Lord are new every morning. That's not just mercies. But there's also a, 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 a verse in the Bible that says that every day will have enough trouble of its own. Okay, so, so both, both lorries are going to arrive on your doorstep pretty much every day. That's the picture I'm trying to put in front of you. Okay. Now, my, the question is, is which delivery system are you most engaged with? Which, which seems the most normal for you? Okay, anyway, welcome to September. There's a big difference between August and September, isn't there? Just suddenly, whoo, life starts in a different way once again. And, and uh, as I said, the encounter week was, was, was phenomenal this week. Just some great stories and testimonies, people encountering God, and I'll leave them to tell their own stories. But it, it, was, it was phenomenal, and thanks to those who so were part of that, enabled that to happen. Um, and normally when you get to September, so we actually sort of do a bit of looking forward. Um, and I felt, just God's sake, let's turn that around. But let's look back a little bit. And I want you to, I want you to appreciate and celebrate what you have helped to create. Okay? Now I've got some friends with me today who are, I haven't seen for a good number of years, but they were, they were helped to build Eastgate. Now you've never seen them in Eastgate before because they've been, never been here before. They live in Scotland now, but actually they were part of the church really, 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 really early days. <laughs> when there was just a few of us knocking around in New Ash Green, and, um, but very much helped to build the foundations of what we all experience today. So I wanted to say thank you, help for, thanks for helping to build this place. And, and I, don't, I don't think it's any coincidence you're here today for the first time in Eastgate. But, um, and we were close friends, let's put it, let's put it like that. But, um, and how many of you have... Um, Watch the, the video that was actually the link on your update this week of Luke's story. Okay, the rest of you, I'm going to recommend you do. Um, because Luke's story is, is, is a, an absolutely extraordinary story. Um, and I won't spoil it. It's a video. Uh, now, the Eastgate Studios have done a, an absolutely knock, knockout job of producing a short film. It's about six minutes long and it tells this, this sto- young lad's story, the story of his healing. And I, I won't go into the details of it because... You don't need to. I watched it again this morning and I can't help but cry when I watch it. It is, it is just uh, an astonishing story. And it happened in, in the Eastgate Healing Centre. Um, and um, <clears throat> but what I want you to understand is that <clears throat> all of us have helped to create an environment where, where, where in which heaven can be expressed and miracles can happen. Yeah, whatever part you play, you're playing a part <laughs> in creating something that, that God has... Uh, destined to actually be something that helps to change the world. You know, in places, these gates to the city. So, so this is what we're doing. And so, so rather than saying, hey, let's look, look, I'm just saying, let's celebrate what we've, what we've already done. I think it is extraordinary. The story of this church is, is, is amazing. As is, hopefully, the story of, of, of all churches. All churches should have an amazing story. Okay, so it's not setting ourselves apart. But the kingdom of heaven is, is uh, stonkingly amazing. Um, now, in the middle of all that, we've got all sorts of things going on. Um, so, you know, 
the kingdom of God has not been idle during August and you know, <laughs> summer period. I know we might go on holiday. So just a few things to celebrate. On uh, three days, three days ago on Thursday this last week, um, Heaven in Healthcare Group started in Johannesburg. <laughs> How about that? So that. So we now have a, effectively a connect group in Johannesburg. It's a bit of a long commute, but it's... it's, it, 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 it's I, I, now, that is more than I asked or imagined. Uh, even three months ago, when I was off in South Africa, I thought I was just going to land in Johannesburg for a couple... I literally had two days there thinking, OK, let's see if there's anything here. And, 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 then, <clears throat> and things are developing fast for, for that. And I thought, wow, this is more than I asked or imagined. Um, and that is the story of, of, of God. He, he will give you more than you ask or imagine. It's the story of Eastgate. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm trusting God it will be the story of, of the primary school over there right now because obviously we're having to process disappointing news of what we had anticipated and worked hard towards. You know, when you work hard towards something, you put a lot of effort into it and it doesn't seem to happen. You think, huh, uh, did we get it wrong? What went wrong? What went wrong? And there are good questions to ask about what you can do better. But actually, fundamentally... If we believe God told us to do it, we have to trust him that actually he always works it out for good. If we, if we, it says if, you, if we call according to his purposes and we love him, um, when, it says, when you love him, actually love always trusts. So there's this fundamental d- decision to keep trusting God no matter what is, is actually the strength of Christian life, which is because um, basically every day will present you with trouble. Every day is an opportunity to be worried. Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, every day we'll, 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 along comes the delivery system. Here's some, here's some worry for you if you fancy. Just come knocking on your door. Here's the box. And the trouble is, if we don't recognize it as coming from the wrong place, we just accept it in as normal. So, well, yeah, of course, of course, I should be worried about that. So, so, so what we have to do, then, and, and as I've been praying around this over the, a lot of things over the summer, I'm just, I've been, the recurring theme in my mind is that God will give you more than you ask or imagine. Um, and when we processed a massive disappointment, uh, back in 2004 it was, when we had a massive, fantastic building project and it came to nothing overnight. And really confounded by it, we were confused, upset. And, and, but two weeks later God said to us, he placed us at the East Gate to the city. Now, we wouldn't be at the East Gate to the city if we'd had that project come into being. Do you understand? So, so, so we can settle for, for, and we can fix our mind on things that are a dream, and, that, and also can be God-given, which is a confusing bit, but he says, actually, that's, that's not big enough for you, because the other side of principles is, if you're faithful with the little, he will give you more. So if we, we need to be faithful with this, and the, so just say what we're doing, and when we, we're, we're talking to people, we're talking to, you know, uh, people who are involved in influencing this. And this is what, this is what we're communicating. Says, is our desire has always been to enrich the, the provision of education here in, in Ebbsfleet Garden City. And we're choosing not to make that conditional upon the fact that it's the school that we thought we would be involved with. Have you understand? We will bless unconditionally that school. Yeah? And we, we will pour our resources as, 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 as is welcomed into that because that's the job to bless the world unconditionally. Not because we have you know, any governmental say in it necessarily. Now that's quite a big deal because remember you know, the, some of the biggest characters in, in, in the Old Testament you look at would be um, Joseph who served Pharaoh yeah? 
and then Daniel who served. But, but they, they served and God did. It's, it's amazing. Um, and another thing I just thought, if, if um, I'm just trying to throw a picture of illustration for you. If, if I said, I'm going to give you five pounds, I'm going to give you a five pound note. And you, you come and, and that's what you're looking for, you're expecting it, and that's what you can see in your mind. You've pictured a five pound note, it's a certain colour, it's got, I can't remember his face it's got on at the moment, but anyway, very one. Well, that's what Pete's going to give me. Um, and I, actually, I don't give you a five pound note, I hold out something different to you. You say, well, that's not it, but it's actually a 20 pound note. You say, well, that's not what you said you give me. So I, I, I have in my mind's eye what, the, what that is you are giving me. So that, that's not it. You, you get what I'm saying? So I'm not receiving it. Because, and, and you're, you're, you're not being, fa- you're not true. You're not fake. You, you told me you give me a five pound note. And you're not doing it. Therefore, there's something wrong with this transaction. Do you understand what I'm saying? It, it, it's, now, who's on the daft side of that conversation? <laughs> If our eyes are not open to what we've not already expected or seen, we will miss things. Does that make sense? And if we're not willing to let go of sometimes that level of expectation so that there's another big one, then we will miss it. Got you? So, Matthew chapter 6. Verse 19. I'll start reading it out. It says, Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. And um, I remember when I, I left my partnership in general practice, um, I was uh, not able to contribute to the, the National Health Service pension scheme, so I had to think of a different pension way, way around it. So, so I bought out a private pension plan um, uh, <laughs> with equitable life. Now, many of you will go, oh, oh oops, um, bad decision. Oh. They, they were the company that went... <laughs> Damn, that's funny. And it was interesting just when you process that because you do trust in, in institutions and stuff. Rightly so. Um, um, all investments are, are effectively gambling. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> because we're gambling on, on, on the reality of this existence, no matter how secure it might seem. Yeah? And I think we're all going, I'm not quite sure how. But, secure the UK feels right now because you think, oh my word, what's it going on? I could get really worried about this or, oh, actually, you know what, I, 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 my treasure's not invested locked in down here. So the ability to have an eternal perspective on life is really, really important because that's ultimately where we're going. <coughs> um, and I have said before, that Jesus is not coming back for a kingdom, he's got a kingdom. He's coming back for his bride, which is his church. So, so the privilege of being part of building the church. Now, a church expresses the kingdom of heaven. Yeah? 
That means we put, we put God on display so that people are attracted to him and become his children. And I think sometimes when, when we make the, 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 if you like, seek first the kingdom and all things get into, when we make seeking first the kingdom the ultimate aim, I think we're missing the point. The kingdom is there to dis- display the goodness and majesty of God so that people come to know and love him. Yeah? I, I would be very disappointed if we were known in eternity for all those who did lots of, lots of social action but nobody ever got saved. Does that make sense to you? No, so I'm just trying to make sure we get a... Right. So, now here's this. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. Now, again, this is something I've, I've talked for many years, but I've been meditating upon it over the summer. And um, I was having a conversation with somebody um, within the last month. And, and I can't remember, we were in some context together, um, and, which was a bit challenging spiritually, to be honest. And, um, and, and it, you know, it was... It was yeah, I'd say challenging spirits is probably the right, right way of putting it. And, uh, and this person was with me and said, well, can, can, you, can you feel, you know, can you feel the darkness? I said, no. Um, <laughs> and I was thinking, uh, and uh, but then we had a conversation about it. I, I, I can recognize darkness, but I don't have to feel it. Um, uh, now, I'm not saying it's wrong to feel it. Don't get me wrong. I can detect it in spiritual atmospheres and stuff like that. But, but I, it never occurs to me when I walk into somewhere that it's going to remain dark. Does that make sense to you? It, do, it just doesn't occur to me that I'm going to walk into a place and it will remain dark. Why? Well, if I'm, if I'm light, then it can't stay dark. Does that make I don't think ever Jesus wandered around to earth and said, oh goodness, this place is going to be really dark. Ooh. Ooh. Hey guys, let's get together, huddle, prayer meeting for 20 hours. This is a really dark one. Need special prayer for this. Hope we've got the intercessors back home sorting it all out for us. I just don't think that's how we're meant to think. We are light. Jesus is light, yeah? But, so Jesus said, he said he's the light of the world, but then he said, you are the light of the world. So if you are light, wherever you are, can't be dark. But does that make sense to you? See, light is never threatened by darkness. It just isn't, is it? It's a silly idea. You think, oh, I'm going to turn the light on, and when I go home, it's dark, and there's going to be a little battle in the middle of the room and see who wins. You, know, you see, you see this, the battle lines are carefully drawn and lights fighting against darkness. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen. <coughs> and, um, yeah, you know, I, this, I'm not perfect in all this, but it's one of those things I've learned not to worry about. But there's a lot of Christianity that will try and make you worry about it. Ooh. So when I was first started, uh, well, asked to, to start working in France, um, and uh, the people who sort of gave me this responsibility said, don't worry, Pete, we won't leave you there for long. 
that wasn't I relocated to France, but they said, uh, we're working from here into France, they said, uh, probably about two years, that's enough for most people because nobody ever succeeds over there. This was, this was, this, this is a, a sort of encouraging instruction. So, but we will, we will pull you out before you're dead, you know, sort of like, it's like, like we put the, put the, put the bit around your ankle and in you go and we'll hold on and when we think there's, you've had enough of Pull you out and hope you're still alive and we'll resuscitate you if necessary. <laughs> now, is it, this was a, this, now, I want to suggest you that was a delivery system coming my way that, and I thought, Mate, I don't think you believe the gospel I believe. <laughs> so I just, there's a kind of, you, you don't think the gospel works, do you? And uh, so I never believed that. And we worked there for 10 years and we built an extraordinary thing and network of churches and miracles became normal and all that stuff. It, it, we had to work hard at it, but the kingdom of heaven it is light. It always will, it will always overcome darkness. But darkness will try and deliver to your door every day. And what this, what this passage is saying is if you allow it in, yeah, if your eyes unhealthy, it says if your eyes full of darkness, what, what happens? Everything becomes dark. But if your eye is full of light, everything, that's a great promise. This is, this is just, this is a reality. Now, there's the next bit that, that's really got me thinking, and over the last few days. Now look at this. Um, da, 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 da. Go to the next one. Uh, oh, sorry, it crosses, it crosses across the page. Okay, I'll read that. For my verse, it says, if, if the light you think you have is actually darkness, okay, so, if then the light within you is darkness, what, what it says in, in, in uh, translation I've got, if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that, that darkness is. Okay? Should we go over that again? Because I want you to get it for yourselves. Okay. If the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. What's that saying? That if you think you're receiving light deliveries, but it's actually darkness, you mistake light and darkness, then the darkness will be deep. How important then is it to recognise which lorry is arriving at your door? Because if you think, oh, welcome. More stuff from God. But it's not. You then make that normal. The darkness is great. And then what the problem is, the world doesn't see the light. This is the devil's plan. He can't stop you being saved, but he can stop your light shining. And no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. There we are. If you get worried about money, or you desire riches and all that sort of stuff, it's actually a delivery system coming your way. How many of you have to handle money every day? 
You do. It's just a reality of life. You just say, it's just that it's, you know, there are realities of life. You say, this, and this, this just names it. It's, you know, this is a powerful system because what do you put your trust in? It's, you know, the resources that you've got in your hand or the lack of them that you worry about. It works both ways, yeah? It is the desire for riches is, is, is a problem uh, and, and, the, and poverty is also, you know, the fear of poverty is also a problem. Paul, Paul, Paul sorted it out. He said, okay, I, I, I've learned the secret of contentment. The biblical position is content. And he said, content with plenty, plenty with not a lot. Understand that? that this, this inner contentment. <clears throat> but God does want to bless us. I'm not saying that. It's, it's not, don't, don't pray to be poor. That's stupid. But... But if you're praying to be rich, make sure it's because you want to be generous, not because you just want to be rich. Generosity. Contentment and generosity are, are, are the ways to do that. That's, that's, that's heavenly perspectives. Heaven can, do, heaven can deliver contentment to your door. And peace. And joy. And patience. And kindness. And, yeah, this is, it's not difficult to discern. If, once you start on, but if we mistake... <coughs> the deliveries that are coming to our door as if they're normal for Christianity, then we're going to have a big problem. So, guilt, shame, condemnation. Who's delivering those to your door? That's not a difficult one, folks. That's, really, that, that, that's, that, 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 that's not God. There is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Guilt and shame arrive the moment that, that, that Adam and Eve sinned. It's an obvious, they, they took a delivery system back in the Garden of Eden that they should never have taken. And, and it produced great darkness. So, so, okay, having done that, verse 25, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough, have enough food to drink or even enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? clothing? Look at the birds, they don't plant or harvest or store, store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them, and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? In other words, what's the point of worrying? And what Jesus is saying is don't worry about your life. Which I think is quite all-encompassing, really. <clears throat> go down to verse 31 it says so don't worry about these things saying what will we eat what will we drink what will we wear these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers but your heavenly father already knows all your needs seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries there it is it's right there <laughs> Tomorrow will worry for itself. What I'm telling you is, is, you know, every day there will be knocks on your door. Heaven calling? No, I don't think that one's for me. I feel, don't feel worthy. Didn't have any quiet time this morning. <laughs> How many of us disqualify ourselves from heaven deliveries? Through wrong beliefs. So imagine this, it, you know, a delivery turns up your door, Amazon, and you think, well, I didn't order this. But it's got your name on it. 
think, no, sorry, not mine. I didn't order it. I haven't paid for it. No, I can't, I can't take that. I have not paid for it. That's a gift. No. Who would, who would give me that? I, I think, I think we, we turn away the gifts of God. Sometimes because we don't think we've done enough to deserve them. Gifts are gifts. Fruit's fruit. Fruit grows, gifts are given. But what I tell you, if you receive the right gifts, then fruit's more likely to grow. If you receive the wrong gifts, fruit will also grow. Just the ones you don't really want to have. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit is a... I've fed it to you. Gift. Promised to you. Isn't it beautiful? Holy Spirit is a gift promised to you. How do you receive the Holy Spirit? It was actually the key battleground between law and grace that you find in, in, in the book of Galatians. And in, in Galatians chapter 3, uh, Paul says to the Galatians, Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit, you're now trying to attain your goal by human effort? How did you receive the Spirit? He said, how did you receive the Spirit? By works or by believing what you heard? And he says, actually, then it goes on to say, this is how you, not just receive the will you receive the Spirit and also miracles? Galatians chapter 3, verse 5. Will, will he not give you the Spirit and work miracles amongst you because you simply trust him? So what, what, what Laurie turned up at our door, door on Wednesday? The miracles. What is also interesting, it wasn't in English. Now, don't try to read too much into things. I thought, oh, that's interesting. Um, so, uh, yesterday I was in uh, Holland. I was just did 24 hours in Holland. I was working with their leadership team. Next Saturday, I'm off to uh, flying off to to be in Bethel. Uh, for 10 days where I'm speaking at the Heaven in Business Conference about Heaven in Healthcare and interacting with people and interactions with, 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 with some of the doctors over there and other leaders about actually how we collaborate and what, where this can go. Um, people who want to help us establish Heaven in Healthcare in the United States and, and, and other people who want to invest into, into Eastgate. It's a, a great privilege. Um, Eastgate is, is, is actually... It is. It's being called to, to transform nations and influence nations. Not on our own, but actually the fact that we actually have a, uh, a heavenly healthcare group that started in Joburg on Thursday. I think, oh my word, okay. That was not, that was not in a, that was not on the radar screen, you know. We found a person of peace says, I want to do this, off you go, and boom. Up and running. It was amazing. We bring up 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Two Corinthians chapter 4 is, is a great chapter about, and if you want to study it about how you cope with pressure, how you cope with the pressures of everyday life. It, it, it's, it's got lots of great nuggets in there. Um, but I'm just going to pick on this bit. Verse 16 says, don't lose heart. One of the greatest, most effective delivery systems that, that, that the devil has is disappointment and discouragement. 
because he's aiming to get you to lose heart. How many of you are good at self-discouragement? Just a quick question. Uh, If you had to put the balance between self-discouragement and self-encouragement, where would you be? Discouragement is a wrong delivery system. And you know what? Some people, they just deliver to themselves the wrong stuff. They don't need any help because the devil's got them on the run. He says, oh, we don't... Because there's only a limited number of demons to go around. They're no no more being created. They're getting busier and busier. Their truck trying to get around is pretty busy. If they can leave you to deliver to yourself, they will. Because you start to do their work for them. Does that make sense? And he's got so many Christians on that loop. Oh, yeah, wake up. Oh, I'm terrible. I'm a wreck. Oh, I'm a worm. Oh, I've got another layer to take off the onion. Sheesh, it's never going to stop. More pain. <clears throat> oh, I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Whoa. Come on, world. These are really important things, and I, and I talk about a lot, but actually the, <clears throat> the ability to, to cause ourselves to be discouraged and disappointed and worried. It's this this continuous loop delivery system that we need to cut across because if we allow that to happen, then darkness will become great. Now, what I want to tell you is is I want you to to look at the video of Luke's story because you helped create that story. That story happened here in Eastgate one Saturday morning in our healing centre. The healing centre is not a separate entity to Eastgate. It is an outworking of who we are. Even if you're not part of the team, you have invested, you've helped build that thing. It is part of Eastgate. You've helped build Heaven in Healthcare. Heaven in Healthcare, Eastgate is the home of Heaven in Healthcare. You have helped to establish a group in Johannesburg that's going to help change that city of 8 million, 8 million people. Okay, I just, get hold of this. You have built something. We have built it together, going back decades, whatever. We built something together where Heaven is getting expressed, and that video is probably the number one obvious expression I can say. I want you to look at it, I want you to rejoice in it, I want you to feed yourself over thought, I'm part of that story. I helped that happen. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's called self-encouragement. When they say, oh, well, I wasn't part of the healing centre team. Oh, no, 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 God. Just give yourself a slap. <laughs> I didn't pray for them. I wasn't, never, it never happens when I pray for people. Oh, why? It's always, always Pete. Whenever Pete prays, I'm never falling for God. <laughs> That's, that's, that's called individualism. It's another, delivery, it's another delivery system that you need to crack. We are not individuals. We are a community. And if you process yourself as an individual, you will take in the wrong deliveries time and time and time and time again. You need to rejoice with all that God is doing. And then actually, on the build, broader Christian, well, just feed yourself with the good stuff. Because we're not the only church on planet Earth. Jesus is only coming back for one church. We're a little bit of it, but I'm going to be a good part of it. Does that make sense to you? Whoa! Okay. And we're going to pray in a minute. So this, how do you diagnose which delivery system you get? Well, there, there's, that's, there's a whole lot more to say on that, but I can give you one verse that you can meditate on. It's 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Fear, whenever any, any package that comes your way that's got some fear attached to it, don't receive. And that, that includes anxiety and worry. 
you, you, need to, you need to get really robust at not receiving those deliveries. Because so many Christians receive them as normal. Think, oh yeah, of course. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Then they become part of life. You've got to get, the more you resist, the less that knock will come on your door because you think it's not worth knocking on that door, they don't receive it. You resist the devil, he will flee from you. But now, as that, as that lorry backed up out of there, we were rejoicing. We said, oh, sorry, no, come back. We forgot. We, there's some, you've got some stuff on there we, we, we really do like. Come, 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 come. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love. What? Power? Sound mind. Sound mind is heaven's wisdom. And again, that's worth looking at. James chapter 3. The difference between heaven's wisdom and human wisdom. That's very instructive. So you've got some homework to do. But what I want to, pr- I want to pray for you right now, this is what I do, is that you will experience not just the love of God, but the power of God. Because the love of God is never meant to be expressed without the power of God. And the power of God is always meant to be expressed in the context of the love of God. Okay? So I want you to stand, because I want you to receive the Holy Spirit now. Because we're not, I want to tell you, we're not doing Christianity without the Holy Spirit. It's a silly idea. But with him, it's the most powerful force on planet Earth. So Father, I release the power of heaven in this place right now. And the love of heaven. And the wisdom of heaven. Thank you, you have given us a spirit of love and power and a sound mind. And we resist any fear that's being offered to us. Father, we look forward to this coming year with great expectation. We expect the 20 pound notes rather than the 5 pound notes. Well, you are the God of more, not less. Your kingdom is ever increasing and it's moving forward forcefully. Father, now, release your power in this place right now. I want you to, I want you to just get hold of this idea and just rehearse this in your mind. I am a powerful person. (laughs) I am a powerful person and I'm here to change the world. With the love of God uh, and miracles. Father, thank you. We receive the delivery you put in front of us this week of the miracles. We receive this delivery into our system of more and more miracles. That this place will be known as a place where people can rush and find the healing, love and power of God. Amen. Amen.